This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series. Looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. Arsenal playing against Southampton, of course, on Sunday at St Mary's. However, uh, a slightly later start to the show. I meant to do it at 6 o'clock, but we're moving it ahead to 6.15 because there's been some pretty crazy stuff happening in the last hour, specifically about Gabriel, uh, who has signed a brand new contract extension for another two years, taking him from 2025 through to 2027. Um, some really fantastic news on that end. I'm very happy, though, to be talking about that and, of course, looking ahead to the game on Sunday with three fantastic guests. First of all, it's Chris. How you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Uh, really well, mate. Really happy. Good time to be a gooner, isn't it? Mm, very happy indeed. Oh, and one thing I've forgotten as well, which I was discussing with Chris Point Live, is we've got a brand new microphone, which is what you can see here. I'm hoping that it's sounding good. I haven't been able to, I literally got it about an hour ago, so I've not really been able to play with the settings and I've only just been able to set it up quickly. So I'm hoping it's sounding okay. One of the main things that was going on was that people were saying that I need to get a compressor, which kind of is something that kind of mediates the noise level so that when I say something loudly, it kind of levels it out a bit so i'm hoping that it's going to be doing that we still need to have a play with it and sort it out properly but uh, i'm hoping it sounds okay chris is just laughing at me making excuses <laughs> for a microphone but yeah. yeah anyway let's bring in our next guest it's dan how you doing mate you good joel i'm very well thank you how you doing you're right yeah very good thing i was such a calm entrance yeah i'm very good how are you yeah, very, I'm fine. Well, very well <laughs> very before calm. the excitement kicks in yeah <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, and making up our quartet for this evening. It's been a while, but it's very, very good to have him back on the show. It's French. How you doing, mate? Back in the library, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been uh, been doing some reading. Uh, really good to be back, man. Really good to be back. You're sounding crisp, by the way, Tom. That mic Thanks, is top-notch, very yeah, compressed. Um, compressed, yeah. <laughs> it's here we go. We've signed the compressor. The Gabrielle <laughs> compressor has signed. Uh, we can confirm. Lovely I was stuff. saying to you in the messages, man. Like we've been we've been podding for a little while. Like whilst, mm. we're, whilst we're struggling, and 
I just had to had to come back now that things are good, things are really Yeah, I love this. He's what he's just a freeloader, is what it is. He's just <laughs> waiting for Arsenal to be top of the league, and then he comes back all like, Oh, I've been studying for a masters as a bit of an excuse. Oh, yeah, no, I don't buy it. I was with you during the Emory years, man. Come on. <laughs> you was you was, mate. No, absolutely. Fair play to you. And and whilst I've got you, a massive congratulations on finishing your masters as well. Um, yeah, I'm Thank sure that all, all the TGT family is, is wishing you well. And uh is I'm sure you haven't got the results back for that. Yeah, that'll come later, right? Yeah, I'm going to be doing like an examination about the Masters and then I get it back. But I'm feeling good about it. Congratulations are in order. I'd say I got it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, smashed it, mate. Smashed it. Well, best of luck with the results. I'm sure you'll be absolutely fine. Um, let's talk about Gabriel, first of all. Uh, obviously, massive news today. Dropping, uh, re-signed his contract, renewed it through to 2027. Chris, give me your initial thoughts, mate. Oh, man. How this club has changed. Right, we've gone from these clubs, you know, with these rotten contracts and these rotten players. We've now got structure. We've got purpose. We know who we want. We sign them up for the long-term contracts. Yeah, look, I'm just super happy, right? I think it, it's right for us. And I know, you know, look, I know a lot of people are giving him a lot of stick because he's the one making mistakes or making one mistake a game or whatever. Right? Personally, I think the way he plays is great. I think he's good for our team. I think he's part of the process. And, uh, you know... Again, I'm slightly controversial. Look, KSE, you know, they came in four years ago and they said they were going to start to do these things. They said they were going to clean out and they said they were going to do things properly. We look like a well-run, efficient club. So I'm super happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think this the key thing for me, uh, Dan, is like these two-year cycles that we're seeing. Like uh, Tierney signed 2019, renewed in 2021. Martinelli signed in 2019, re-signed in 2021. Saka renewed, I think, two years after signing his professional contract. Um, there's one more as well that skips my mind. But now we're seeing Gabriel, two years after he signed in 2020, signing a new contract in 2022. There's a clear strategy and structure behind these decisions. And it's great to see, isn't it? Yeah, trust me. It's um, it's it's nice to finally see us doing business early, making sure that there's intent behind the business as well. You know, like the players are playing well, rewarding them. And it's just, it's showing on the pitch, isn't it? You know, like the players are feeling appreciated. They're feeling loved. You know, the fans are behind them. They're getting these contracts based on their merit, not just because they're, they're Arsenal players who, who who need to be kept. You know, it's nice to see that they're earning them and it's nice to see what they're doing to, to get the fans behind them as well. And he deserves mm. it, to be fair. Yeah, no, massively so. Uh, Craig, thank you so much for the donation in the chat box. Hope you guys are well, he says. Huge uh, for Big Gabby. This is just one of the many, hopefully, uh, that he gets. I've renewed my TGT contract as well. Good to see you, <laughs> Craig. Indeed. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, and French, uh, really good news, obviously, on Gabriel. There is this feeling, though, that there's others that are in the pipeline. Martinelli, Saka. Uh, Saliba. Do you think if you're a young player like that and you see kind of a player of Gabriel's stature in the team, he is one, even though he's 24, he's still one of the more experienced members of the group now. Do you think that kind of gives them a bit of a, you know, the, the people are really buying into this project now and, and maybe it convinces them to, to sign on as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, if you look at the length of the contract, it really shows the kind of belief that Gabriel has in what we're doing here. I mean, the reports are it's up to 2027. Mm. Which, is, which is amazing. Five more years of Gabriel. So that'd be like, we have until he's at least 29. You know, we're talking about his prime years there that he's committed to us. So, um, yeah, I think it's really fantastic for what it means for, for the club and for the other players. I mean, there's a lot of talk of Saliba 
maybe be in the next one. I think his agent was down at the Emirates, possibly, and mm. um, he's been doing a few interviews and whatnot. So the rumor, you know, that's that's the kind of next one, maybe that that might be announced. Who knows? But it's definitely huge. Um, and I think the other thing that's really nice about it as well is that he's been coming under a bit of criticism recently because he got the shiny new Saliba next to him. And <laughs> as fans, we're always looking for like the weak point on the team, right? So yeah. now we've got so many good players and good, obviously last season, it was obviously Lacazette. And we've we've upgraded in that striker role. And, you know, we're thinking maybe midfield, but, but Gabriel has been, I think unfairly been coming under quite a bit of criticism for, you know, he makes some errors at times, but obviously young centre-back, I don't know many who don't. Um, and I think he recovers always really well from them. You think of the uh, was it the handball that, that he gave away, then he did a step over for our next goal uh, against Liverpool. He gave away the... Yeah, step. so the... the I'm, thinking the Liverpool, I'm thinking the Liverpool game where yeah, he, let, you are. Yeah, he let Nunes get in behind him. And um, he came back to do the step over for the soccer goal just you know a few minutes after. And you're thinking... This guy, he's got the mentality to come back from his errors. Yeah. And I think we're really unjustly sort of, you know, people piling on a bit. And so for him to get that contract at that time, it kind of makes me think of as well when Arteta was in that bad period and we gave him his contract renewal. It just shows a lot of faith in the player. And uh, I think that can be huge for him because he's definitely someone who plays with his full passion for the club and, you know, all his kind of emotions out there. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to, to seeing five more years of Gabriel. Yeah, I think as well the the example of Fulham where he gave the ball away to Mitrovic and Mitrovic scored and then that levelled it at 1-1 and then Gabriel scored the winner, you know, just moments later. He does, if he makes a mistake, which he does, and, you know, even though I said he's one of the most experienced players in the team, which he is because we have a young team, 24 for a centre-back is still young, got a lot of learning to do and so mistakes are going to happen. The frustration for me is that I think that the mistakes get too focused on and it overshadows kind of the really good, excellent things that he does. Um, And what I'd like to say is that to people, you know, it's not about stopping you from criticizing or highlighting mistakes. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if we can highlight mistakes, but don't ignore all of the great things that he does, because I think the balance that he brings to the team with Saliba in particular, those two together is really beneficial for the side. And I'll tell you what, good luck finding another left-sided centre-back that's going to give you as good of a performance as, as Gabriel does. So, yeah, I think good news for the club all round. Um, let's get some quick reactions from the chat box. Paul says, Gabriel is elite. Well, happy for him. Great business by Arsenal. Javier says, Gabriel doesn't deserve the criticism. Even Van Dijk makes boneless mistakes as well. Gabriel has been solid. Um, and my reaction is saying, needed a new contract. Simple as that. It is just really good good news and it's good to see that people as well are seeing it as good news rail says hi tom is there a ffp rule against the amount of top level gabriels one club can have we must buy them all well we've signed gabriel magalash gabriel martinelli gabriel jesus gabriel compressor like they're all here <laughs> so uh it's it's fantastic stuff to see and we got william gabriel saliba as well remember his middle name is gabriel so we literally have all the gabriels in the world joining Arsenal. Uh, I wonder who will be next. Well, who's next for Arsenal is Southampton on Sunday. An interesting game because, of course, we lost this fixture last year. Chris, why did we lose that game? And secondly, how far do you think we've come since then? I think we lost it because we lost our heads and because we didn't have that experience in our locker. And I think what you've seen, the, the last few games of last season, I think, have left a legacy. And that legacy is around um, playing together, coming together um, and knowing that we have to work harder. And I think this year we've seen, okay, step up in a couple of the players, 
But the players that there was they were here last year, they're all working harder. They're all they've all got their mentally stronger. I think there was kicking a teeth for them not making Champions League. Mm. And I think, you know, and that and, and sometimes sometimes you've got to take a kick, you know, you've got to take a kick in to learn, yeah, to move step the, the step forward. And that's part of the change of the culture of the club in terms of bringing it back to being the Arsenal. And I think, you know, I mean, look, we've won our last three games on one nil to the Arsenal, right? George Graham, right, you know. You were there on Thursday night. That was a proper George Graham experience. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it could have been as the was manager. Leeds as well. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't see the Leeds game live, so I, 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 I it's more difficult yeah. for me to talk about it. But it's like, man, come on, that's a proper blood and guts that you want. That's what wins you titles. That's what that's what wins you competitions. Not the winning seven nil and then losing next year, next week to Southampton. You know, not that. It's that consistency. And it's the same as if you go to the gym, right? You know, you go to the gym for four, four hours, three times, you know, once every month. You're going to do nothing. If you go half an hour for every day for six days a week, you're going to make real progress. Mm. And we're much more around consistency level. And I think, you know, and, and I think the team are bought into what we're doing. And I think that that gives us this opportunity. And I don't think we're sitting here going, oh, my God, we're going to St. Mary's. This is going to be awful, right? We're sitting there going, well, you know, look, come on, they They've lost their last couple of games. They haven't. They haven't won a single game by more than a goal. In fact, there's only two games that they've been that they've been one goal either way. They're not really very exciting, and they played Maitland Niles in the middle of midfield in the last game. So it's like you know, and and they're probably their second best player has just gone out on long term injured. So you know, it's it's Ward Prowse versus Arsenal. So I don't think we should go into this particularly worried. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to clip that if we get battered. Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's definitely happening. But yeah, look, I think Maitland-Niles is an interesting talking point as well. We went there on loan. He's not particularly played. I think that kind of highlights the what kind of player, not what kind of player, but just sort of where he's at and where he's ended up at, unfortunately, because of potentially things that have gone wrong in the past. Uh, Dan, one of the more tactical kind of interesting points about this game is that Southampton typically play with a 4-4-2. We haven't really gone up against too many teams playing 4-4-2. How do you think this is going to impact on the way in which Arsenal approach things? Do you think there'll be any change at all? Do you think it'll be more beneficial for Arsenal to play against a system with two strikers, with less midfielders in the middle? Or actually, could it be something that, I don't know, is a bit of our uh, kryptonite, if you like. Nah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> I up. I all that up just for that. What was that <laughs> nah, uh, genuinely, I think we're going to go at it exactly the same way. We, we haven't changed our style for anything so far, which has been pleasing, whether we've been behind, whether we've been you know, going at them, it's been the same. And I think that is the reward in itself, is that he's found something that works. And now he's got the players in the positions he needs them. We just got to go out Southampton as if they are Southampton. It's a game. We're going to deal with them. Like If the boys are on it from the beginning, like they have been, I'm not being funny. The first five minutes of games have been electrifying recently. You know, like the way they're coming out the blocks, attacking. Usually we'd sit off and let people attack us for a little bit, take a bit of pressure last season. Now we're coming out as if like we're, we're going to win this game no matter what happens. And even if we do concede, straight away fans are on them. Players, you can see they're rallying behind each other. No one is dropping their head. And, and they're on it. So, yeah, Southampton was a bad game last season. Went there with probably not the best attitude in terms of believing. But you can see that they're going into this game ready for it. So I'm looking forward to having a nice weekend off and, and chilling watching this one because it's so deserved right now. 
Absolutely. Have you got a cat or something in the background? Yeah, he's doing the most over there. I did tell my daughter <laughs> to look after what him. What is that noise? <laughs> you'd think I didn't feed him, innit? <laughs> he's like, no, I disagree vehemently with what this guy's saying about Arsenal. He's a Spurs Arsenal. fan, What's that's why he's out there. The <laughs> oh, Lord. Hilarious. Sorry, Hilarious. I didn't realise you could hear it. I know it's loud. I was thinking, oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no, God. it's fine. He's clearly a massive Saints fan. Um, yeah. French, uh, talking more uh, regarding kind of this Southampton team. You know, Ralph Hasenhutl's been there a while now. They they don't necessarily look like they're progressing. They pick up points. They beat Bournemouth, which was a big win the other day. But they never look like they're going somewhere. And before, do you remember the Southampton era where every player they had was great and then went off to Liverpool? Like, right. they don't look like they're the team. And I think they actually, other than us, now have the youngest team in the league. Um, maybe even younger than ours now. What do you see in Southampton at the moment? And do you see them as someone still that can take a scout against us? They're not a good team. Um, they are where they deserve to be. Like, if you look at kind of their underlying metrics, kind of where they sit. And the cat's coming for you, I'm telling you, after saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. <laughs> um, I thought he was like an Avery or something. I thought it was birds. I didn't realise it was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> he's a kitten, bro. He's about nine weeks at the moment. So he's oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I think of the last season, the game that we lost against them um, in April, I feel like, the way we played, like we created a lot of chances against them, like a lot of chances, some really clear cut chances. I think they had Forster in goal, who had like an amazing game, as I remember. He always does. Well, there <laughs> you go, right? yeah. And at the moment, they've got a guy, I think he's called like Benzunu or something. Don't rate him. Benzunu, yeah, yeah. I've seen him make a lot of mistakes trying to play out from the back. I think we'll get joy out of pressing him and, and their back line. Like you say, they're very young. So they, they kind of share that age thing with us. And I think they are the third youngest team is Leeds. And that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of respite is thinking how Leeds were, how kind of energetic they were able to be yeah. over 90 minutes. That's the only thing that I'm thinking, some of that youthful energy. But obviously, they played a game midweek as well. You know, they didn't have like you know, a bunch of time off or anything to sort of prepare for us. And so I think, um, yeah, I think we should we should be quite confident in going there. Like I said, last season, I think it was a scrappy goal that they scored against us. We had a bunch of chances. And um, yeah, they've they've not been good this season. They, and they kind of are where they deserve to be. Um I think we're going to get a lot of joy kind of, I think, particularly down down our left side. Um, they've been conceding a huge amount of chances down that left and in those kind of left half spaces. Uh, I think in the the match against City when they lost 4-0, I think every goal was either came from the left or started on that left and kind of mm. was crossed to the back post, I think, at one point. but So I, I can see our players up there just kind of getting a lot of joy. I'm thinking Xhaka... Um, if, you know, depending who the left back is, if Tierney's attacking, then I could see him getting a lot of joy. And um, yeah, I think, and, and Martinelli as well, I think the, the, that whole kind of left attacking side will will be um, where we, we create a lot of chances. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I expect us to, I don't think it's going to ever be easy necessarily. I mean, that mm. Brent game felt easy, but I don't expect us to be able to pull that off every time, especially when we're this congested. And I think that, like I said, that youthful energy they're going to have might, um, make it a bit tougher, but I do expect us to dominate them and, and win fairly comfortably. Well, we're going to get on to, to predictions shortly. What we're going to do first, though, is we're going to go through our lineups. I think we start with Chris's. If I can just share my screen with you guys. Uh, here we go. One, two, three. Boom. Chris. Uh, now, spoiler alert. 
three of the four of us have all picked the same team, which, to be honest, isn't very surprising, considering the fact that, you know, I think we all know what the strongest 11 is. The key point, though, I think for this game, as French alluded to a second ago, Chris, is the left-back position. You've gone with Tierney, and not only have you gone with Tierney, you've also picked him as your five-star predicted player. So talk us through that choice over Tommy Asu and why you think he's going to stand out. So, French, thank you. Perfect lineup, mate. Absolutely agree with everything that you said, and that's why Tierney's there, right? I I watched him play um, in, in slightly differently um, during the week, and he was starting to play more like Zinchenko. And there were times when Gabriel was telling him to get back into his positioning thing. So I think what you're seeing with him is you're seeing this change as he learns from playing with Zinchenko, as he adds to his game. And I think he's such a solid player. We're playing a proper English-type team. Right. You want a proper English type um, left left side. And I think the strength of Martinelli, Jacka, the three of them, I think, will overpower. I would have played Zinchenko, I think, if mm. he'd have been fit. But I just don't think he's ready. And why would we rush him back? Because oh, I don't think we need to. There's no point in playing Tomiyasu there. Right. Tomiyasu, right, I love when Tomiyasu plays there against certain players. That The, the game against Salah, against Salah, right, was fabulous. You know, you know, he put him in his pocket, and it, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was almost as if he wasn't there, and he got and they subbed him off, right? He goes and you know, Tommy Asu goes and plays on the other side, you know, and he puts Gakpo in his pocket, right? Perfect, and and you play you play him on the left when there is something that you think that oh, that they'll exploit a weakness in Tierney. These guys haven't got it, so that's why for me it is, and I think in a hundred games for the club, right? Massive milestone. I think he's due one, and I think this is this is an opportunity. And I, as soon as I heard Carl Walker Peters or whatever his name is wasn't playing, then I made him my man because I'm sitting there looking like well, it could be four or five of them, and it's like no, come on, Kieran, go for it, son. You know, Tesco mm-hmm. Tierney, we need you. We need you to step up. <laughs> no, fair enough, mate. Uh, I think it's a great point about what Tierney can do on that left hand side. It's unsurprising, therefore, to see that. You know, Dan, you've gone for the same, but you still think that Gabriel Jesus will be kind of the standout in this. Uh, to be fair, what I haven't done is I haven't actually read through people's lineups. People that are listening on audio platforms have been receiving a couple of messages saying that I need to read out the teams uh, of what people say because they can't see them. So for the benefit, Chris did go for Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Partey, Odegaard, Xhaka, Saka, Jesus and Martinelli. And I can tell you that Dan has gone for the exact same team. So... Talk us through your selection and why you think Jesus will stand out in this one. All right. Team's picking itself at the moment, isn't it? Like, you know, we're winning with the same team. So why change it unless there's an injury or, or someone's fatigued? Like Saka for me is probably the only person coming off the back of that Thursday night game that could potentially not start if if he's kicking the back of the leg proves troublesome. Um, but then Eddie will probably come in go to the right wing you know but mm. for me it's time for him to get one now like the other night I'm not being funny I was on the edge of my sofa watching him and then when he did that mazy run down the right and cut inside I, I literally jumped up thinking yes this is the point <laughs> it's going to hit the roof of the net yeah. and he just miss hit it and he's due one he's due a couple actually to be fair and I think Southampton are going to have to watch him. It, it plays into his hands, you know, the, the way he presses against people, he, he makes space for himself. And if they come after him, it just leaves the gap open for everyone else to exploit. So I see him having a good game. I'm hoping he hits two or three in the game just to just to get him rolling again. Like, but he's already got, was it four or five already so far? Uh, 
five goals. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it's yeah. five goals. Yeah, but I'm not being fine. I think Laka didn't get that the whole season last season, and no, we got how four. many of them were from open play, like yeah, you know. So going forward, I, yeah, I think he's going to have a great game. But then, then again, it could have another Jacka boom time. You know, it, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's got yeah five goals and five assists as well. It's key to say that as well. He has you know ten goal Amazing. contributions across all season in thirteen games so far, which you know he's on for a very. I mean, if he keeps that up, you're on for thirty goal contributions across the season. Um, I mean, potentially more. So that's a really good return from what we've seen so far. But I agree. I think he does need a goal. I think that he's due one, as you say, and it'll be great to see him score. I think Southampton are a team that you can you know get some joy from, uh, and he's going to need the players around him to provide him with that. Uh, speaking of players that will be providing him with service, the only change that we've got from all of our teams is from French, who has gone for Fabio Vieira to play instead of Martin Odegaard, which I'm very interested to hear your thoughts as to why, in addition to the rest of your side. So just before you do... French has gone for Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Tini, Partey, Xhaka, Vieira, Saka, Jesus and Martinelli. Talk us through it, mate. Um, so the reason I went for that, first of all, you said desired, not who I think will play. So I do yes, think... Yes, it is. Yep. Uh, I think Odegaard probably would will start just for the consistency of the thing. But the reasoning for it is, um, well, two things. I, I remember Arteta mentioning that Odegaard hadn't felt well over the week. And so, you know, he, he was feeling better before the game, obviously, which is why he got some minutes. But... That and also, I kind of I just want to see Vieira get more minutes, kind of starting in the Premier League. Um, I think mm. he's a real threat. He gets into fantastic positions um, for for goal scoring and for you know, kind of just chipping, clipping that ball in um, from outside the box. So, yeah, I, I want to see him get more minutes. And I think this is a kind of game where I do think we're going to have a lot of the ball. We're going to create chances, and there's a chance that Southampton, respecting our game, might. You know, if they don't, well, either way, if they come and attack us, we'll have space. And if they sit back, we're going to want someone coming from deep in midfield, kind of being able to take shots from outside the box and and that sort of thing. So, so that's why I went for for Vieira of Erdegaard. Um And then in terms of um, the the why I went for Martinelli um, as as the the kind of standout. Um, just backing up what I said earlier in terms of I think the left hand side is is where we're going to really shine. Um, obviously, Kyle Waterpeak. Kyle Walker-Peters has a knock. Um, I think, I'm not sure if he's completely ruled out, but mm. even if he does play, he's been ropey for a lot of a lot of this season. He's not really been performing to his usual standards. You know, again, like I say, a lot of the chances they've been getting is people getting the better of him um, on that left-hand side. So I think Martinelli is going to shine. But again, you could easily see, I agree. I completely agree with what Dan was saying about Jesus. I definitely think he's overdue a goal. Um, I think that's, you know, he had a bit of a, shaky game against Leeds and I think that's partially why you saw he had the bit between his teeth there against PSV and he was just doing the most, he was doing amazing stuff so I reckon he's going to be hungry, he's going to want to go and um, and and I agree with um, with Chris as well about Tierney because as I, like I said I mentioned him and I do think he's going to be getting up there quite a bit um, and yeah he's he's definitely due one as well, he's been taking some good shots, he's been taking up some good positions and yeah I could, I could see this one so I think between those uh, those three and Xhaka, that's I think we're going to be doing a lot of damage from there. Now watch is going to be Saka and Vieira scoring them all. <laughs> have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see, mate. Um, I have returned to to type with Odegaard with my eleven. It's exactly the same as as Dan and Chris's team. Um, for me, Bakaya Saka, if he's fit, which we're told he is, it was just a knock. Uh, it did look a little bit worrying at the time, I'll be very honest. There was a really horrible point where the physio was kind of working his knee and I was like, oh God, please don't say anything's gone wrong there. 
it seems he's fine. Arteta talked ahead of the game today um, and all information is, is is claiming that he's fine unless they are keeping things quiet. What I have to say, and this is just a bugbear as a journalist and it's not going to affect you guys as fans at all. I can't stand how coy he is with team news. I can't stand it. It's so frustrating. You know, I sit down, get ready for the press conference. I'm like, right, give, give me something, Mick. Come on, give me something. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And I know that's good and there's mind games and all that. It's just so frustrating. Like, I just sat there laughing at the press conference and certain things that were being said. Like, even like on the Ronaldo thing, he was asked about. So, I don't comment about other clubs. He's asked about transfers. I only talk about our players. It's like, come on, Mick. You got to give us a line somewhere, mate. But no, <laughs> nothing was coming from him during that presser. But he did say that uh, Saka seems fine and he was fine today and that Zinchenko could also be looking to return as well. They actually made a bit of a joke about always being in contention because he doesn't want to reveal whether or not uh, he's going to be available. Uh, You can watch that press conference over on the Arsenal way if you would like to. Um, But yeah, I think Saka, if he's fit, which we're expected to be, is just finding kind of this momentum in his game now. I think, as I said, I think it was earlier in the season, Give this guy a goal or two and he will explode. Like He just needs that little boost of confidence. The finish he got uh, against Leeds was fantastic. Being in the right place at the right time as he was against Man United and against Liverpool, of course, as well, scoring in big games against big teams. And whilst this is a different prospect, I think that Saka's got the ability to just punish players. And the idea of seeing him go up against, uh, is it Perrault? Uh, Perrault, maybe, if he's French, I think, uh, yeah. at left back. Pero, is that better? Yeah, that'll do. There you go. He's just, he knows that I can't do any better than that. That'll do. <laughs> um, but yeah, the left, I just think he's got absolutely going to wreck this guy. Like, absolutely wreck him. So we'll see uh, what ends up happening uh, tomorrow. But we're going to move to predictions and the chat box after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, as the support for the channel grows, so does the opportunities that come forward to support it. And I'm very happy to share that our new partnership with NordVPN is one that I feel is going to be very beneficial to you as well as it is to the channel. I used NordVPN actually whilst I was away with my other half on our honeymoon. And you, whilst back at home, are enjoying the honeymoon series. Now, I thought I'd timed that holiday perfectly to avoid any missed opportunities to watch Arsenal. That didn't happen because unfortunately, Arsenal played Brentford. Now, my usual broadcasting app didn't work whilst I was out, and so what did I do? I used NordVPN, changed my geolocation, hit over to the UK. Despite sitting and sipping a nice cocktail, I was able to enjoy the Arsenal game without any worries of security. And you can do that too with NordVPN, who have very kindly sponsored the channel for the next couple of weeks. I'm very excited to share this deal with you because you can now surf the net and know that you're secure and safe with what you're doing. You can get all the latest details and information in the description, but you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash guna to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and four months free. It's completely risk-free too, because if you don't like it, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Who can say any fairer than that? Thank you for listening and make sure you get involved with our latest sponsor. Lovely stuff. I'll tell you what, looking at my face doing that gets so annoying. I'm going to have to change it. I'm going to have to redo one for next week because I just can't watch my face doing it. I might even have to start doing it live because it's the reason why I pre-recorded it was because I'm like, 
I just don't have the confidence to say the things that I need to say. So I feel like if I get it written down and I read it, it'll be fine. But now I'm looking back at it going, I could do that a lot better. Like (laughs) I could definitely do it a lot better. So maybe we'll change some things. Uh, But what I will say is that it's sponsorships like that. It's the support from the membership that allows us to upgrade the content and upgrade the infrastructure like the microphone, et cetera. So a massive thank you to NordVPN. And of course, you guys joining us every single day to support the channel as well, because it really does help improve things here. Um, Let's go to predictions then. Chris, scoreline and scorers, please. Uh 3-0, 3-0, uh, Jesus is going to get a brace, and I think uh, Tierney will get one. Lovely stuff. Dan? I'm going to go out 3-0. 3-0, I think Gabby's going to get two. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I was just thinking, oh my God, there's too many of them. Uh, and I reckon Martinelli will get one as well. Lovely job. French? I was going to say 3-0 as well, but you were, I, I'll go 4-0. Why not? <laughs> That's the right way to go, like when someone yeah. takes it, yeah. Doubling down, 4-0. Um, I reckon Saka, Martinelli uh, and Xhaka probably pop up because I've taken out my FBL, so naturally he'll get a goal. And then Gabriel, new signing, big Gabby. Market header. Lovely job. Brilliant stuff. Let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box. Rance is going for a 1-0 with a Gabriel Magalhaes goal getting it. Uh, MIREX has five away uh, games, four clean sheets. Arsenal winning by goals three to nil. Uh, King's going for a 3-0 Arsenal win as well. Saka Saka and a Gabriel header. But which one, King? Which one? That's the question we're all asking. Uh, let's go to uh, Nevin who says 3-1 Arsenal. Front three all to score. Uh, we've got Zeus who says 3-0. Jesus, Saka and Martinelli with the goals. Uh, Harvey's going for a 4-0 Arsenal win. Uh, Mohamed says, hi Tom, I want to participate with you always. Where's the link? Thanks. Well, what I tell you is if you want to join in with these preview shows, click the link down in the description to join our membership scheme and that's how our members jump on to these preview shows. So if you're, in, if you're interested in coming on, that's how you get it done. Uh, James Bond says 4-1 to the Arsenal. Uh, a wee Scotch says 4-0 Arsenal. Uh, Gary Griffin's going for a 2-0 or... A 2-0. I don't really know what he means <laughs> by that one. Uh, Wilson says, my prediction is Southampton 1, Arsenal 3. And Josh says, 4-1 to the night Arsenal. Revenge is sweet. I'll be throwing up some more of your predictions as we round off the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Chris, thank you so much for your time, my friends. Tell people where they can find you and what you're going to be up to. Uh, yep, you can find me um, obviously on the North Bank, um, uh, having a beer an hour before the game uh, outside 103 on the, the concourse. Um, um, other than that, you just find me in the Discord server, um, selling old man memes and doing dad jokes, basically. <laughs> it's no, we appreciate the dad jokes. Trust me, if you're in my close circle of friends, they'll tell you I love a dad joke. It's just non-stop dad jokes. I annoy the in-law family WhatsApp group with dad jokes all day long. Because it's funny. It's funny. Um, a genuine comedian, French, thank you so much for coming on. How is how is the, the show's doing? Have you done many recently with your masters going on? Yeah, it's been a bit busy getting like difficult getting out to them, but um I did one in Cheltenham um last night, which I 
agreed to before I realized how far away it was. Um, and I'm riding there on my little one two five, like can't go on motorways. So I was on the A roads, like in the mist. You can't go on motorways. Would you? What? Like, yeah, no, because I haven't got the proper license. I've just got the CBT. You know. Oh right, I didn't yeah, know that was a thing. It, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, the the old deer's lacking a bit, so you don't really want to take her on a motorway, you know. Um, so so that was it was a, a fun ride. But yeah, no, the comedy's been going great. I was up in Edinburgh over the summer, which was which was amazing. So I've been enjoying that. Nice. Was that um, the Fringe? Yeah, yeah, the Fringe. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I've I've heard that's really good. Like, uh, it's one of the, kind of the things you have to do in your life is go to the Edinburgh Fringe. Like people say, you know, go visit the Taj Mahal, or go to these like wonders of the world. No, go to the Edinburgh Fringe, and you won't regret it. Apparently, it's amazing. So yeah, that's awesome. But tell people where they can find you, mate. Uh, French Guna 23 on Twitter, and yeah, hopefully, a bit more on Guna Talk, man. Now I've finished the Masters, I'm back, so uh, yeah, thanks for having me back, man. No, pleasure, as always, good to have you back, my friends. And lastly, Dan, thank you so much for your time, and obviously, the cat as well for featuring in the video, always appreciated. <laughs> I, I won't wish the cat good luck for tomorrow, being a Saints fan, of course. Um, but thank you for your time, and uh, tell people well, they can find you, mate, and what you're going to be up to. That cat's going back to Southampton tomorrow. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I've um, recently joined Twitter, so alpha underscore m underscore wolf. Um, I only do real sort of like Arsenal content at the moment until I get my gaming stuff up, but um, I'll be on there occasionally. Uh, but I am more heavy in the Discord, pushing the newbies to get on and, and mm-hmm. you know, trying to get everyone involved because it's such a good thing to be part of. No, I appreciate it, mate. Honestly, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of members are nervous. They're just like happy little typing in there, you know, <laughs> little keyboard warrior members. Come on, you need to get onto the channel and start getting involved in some of our preview shows. It's great when we have the members on. It's uh, it's, it's genuinely great, and I love seeing and speaking to new faces. And then uh, people at the games as well, um, meeting people at the grounds. It's great. I've met so many more of you now, and it's it's amazing to do that. I had a guy come up to me when I was walking into the. Um, the the media entrance yesterday is guy come over from Australia and just walks up to me goes oh, I watch the show every day like, obviously not every morning because he's in Australia so it's a perfect time eight a.m. Um, but yeah it's great stuff like that um, so thank you ever so much to all the support uh, and the continued support of the channel uh, massive love to to French and Dan and Chris show them some love in the chat box and the comment section as well really appreciate their time in making the show what it is I will see you tomorrow morning at eight a.m. to bring you all the latest Arsenal news more reaction to Gabriel's renewal and build up to that Southampton game. See you soon, guys. Have a great evening. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates are out, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.